Hello, everybody. We're back with another episode of The Knife Life, What's Working Well. And today we have a really special guest, Mr. Trent Booth, who works in the Vector East headquarters. And he has the immense role of working with our DVM team and our top DMs to help coach them on mindset, skill set, strategy. And I thought there is no better person, I think, in our, in our business to talk about what's working well from an overall standpoint. You get to see so many different people, so many different personalities, so many different territories, so many different ways of working. And so Trent, I'm so happy to have you on here today to share what's working well right now from your vantage point. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to connect with the group here. This is fun. Absolutely. So when I ask the question, that's how I always start every interview. Huh. What's, what's working? What's working? You know, one of the first things that comes into mind is the fact that in this unique season that we didn't plan for, that we didn't want, we might still not want. But the, the question I've been asking people during coaching is, what can we do now that we've never been able to do? And it's remarkable when you think about just being on Zoom here and, and uh, you know, when I can see into your house, I can see things like you've got a plant there. I can see a little drawing on the wall. I can see cool little stuff that you normally never get, get access to. Um, I see your mother-in-law walking back behind you and I could actually like say, Hey, as a manager now, I could be like, Hey Cindy, how you doing? And I could actually get to meet uh, siblings, significant others. I can meet parents. Uh, I don't have to wait for a parent meeting to be able to do that. I can actually have these interactions and, and connect in that simple connection could be as simple as, uh, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm sure your son or daughter told you a little bit about the job. I want to tell you how proud we are of your daughter. She's been doing great here so far. She's a hard worker. She always is calling in first for PDI. That, that quick little interaction makes a big difference. And I guess part of me is considering what does development look like in 2020 where we're not in person. Again, I wish we could be hanging out and eat wings at teen night, but that's just not a thing right now. But what I love that. I love that. I think that's such a – interesting take on like one of the things that are working well because it has it from face value it has nothing to do with like driving sales or driving recruiting but it really does show one how much we care as managers to Mm -hmm. our reps loved ones it helps build a deeper connection one that you're right we, we normally wouldn't have until parents night and then even then not all parents show up right so you're right about the plants and the drawings and the trophies and all those other things that tell more of the story of mm-hmm. rep in front of you. And so I think driving conversation around things other than the business becomes in a way a little bit easier when you're really intentional about it. So I think that's really cool. Uh, what I recommend to people, especially if they're new to this, is just get curious. I'd be like, is that, is that a tin of cookies behind you? Like, that's a reasonable question. And I'm actually curious you know, but what it is, because that sparks fun conversation. It's actually a tin of dog food, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's some gourmet Good dog question. food. <laughs> Which is fun, though, because then I'm like, wow, dog food comes in cans, like tins? So I didn't know that. I thought it just comes in big old, big old bags. Um, yeah. But that tells me a little bit about how you're feeding your dog. It must be a little dog. Exactly. Yeah. So I love it. <laughs> cool. So Trent, outside of that, um, yeah. what else are you seeing that's working well right now? Um, from some of our top managers that you're working with. Yeah. Well, what I I like just talking about talking, connecting with a um, significant other through Zoom, but I will say that Dave Powders is trying to take this to like next level. So like, again, with parent meetings, usually I would want, I would run only one per year 
as a division manager, and it's usually deep into June. Uh, Dave Powders ran one last week, like the week of um, Memorial Day weekend, and it's super early in the West Coast at, in the Western region. But um, he just had access. And you think about it for a Zoom meeting, which is now not weird. Without the pandemic, Zoom is weird, right? But because people are doing this for work right now, it's not weird for Dave to invite people um, during the day to come. And what's so cool about the barrier to entry before you talk about like, okay, it's great getting together, but who comes? Well, part of why they don't come is I have that meeting at 6.30, some of them don't get home from work until seven o'clock. Uh, in Montreal, where I ran my district, it was during playoffs, which is brutal, and even NBA playoffs. So, like, I'm asking people to miss their their hockey game or their sporting event um, because they're driving sometimes 45 minutes to an hour one way to get there. I feel like I got to have 90 minutes worth of content. So now it's a long meeting. It's usually hot, or I got to rent a hotel room. I'm not trying to rip on what parent meeting was so much as suggest what is it now. Well, Dave had 30 minutes, and he sent his top 17 parents like reps, uh, a couple assistant managers of his pilot, sent them 17 bags of utopian coffee, which is just genius. So now he's inviting them for coffee, but he sent them coffee, which is really cool. It's coffee we happen to sell, which is an easy transition for the kid. And parents like, that coffee's great. Well, this is unintended. He got all these uh, RSVPs early, like a week in advance from all these parents and significant others. Because again, we usually call it a parent meeting, but boyfriends and girlfriends were showing up roommates were showing up why because it's just zoom and it's really easy to connect and he was able to instead of having a, a parent uh give a speech per se he could interview a parent he hasn't done that this could be the next one but he had kyle lopes which is pretty amazing that that guy's just in his division and uh and joe diaz who i think is still the branch record holder or just had it broken recently but the idea is two people to be able to share and then start enrolling the significant people in our reps lives into the job and what's great is that when somebody's tied into the manager like that it's easy to leave a, a job it's hard to leave a relationship and when we're connected you know now the parents go on hey make sure you call for pdi or make sure you got your demos on because shelby's going to be asking about it so to be able to enroll the, those people so early is really fun and i'm hearing more than one parent meeting going to happen this summer so I think it's a really positive move. 30 minutes, I mean, that's amazing. During the day, that beats the heck out of a 6.30 on a Thursday night when I'm already gassed after training. So you get to do it before a seminar even. Now, this isn't something for a branch to set up, but boy, to be able to enroll the, the division manager and say, hey, we could do this during the day. Why don't we get a couple of these? Yeah, and you know what's great? Uh, this will open up another conversation that I think is valuable for us to have is this idea that now with Zoom, your DVM can run the parent meeting while the branch continues to recruit and do other functions of the business because mm -hmm. of the nature of Zoom. There's so much more leverage available and yeah. there's a, a great way to really bound together as a division to yeah. work together and influence one another's people, therefore elevating the success of the division as a whole. So where else have you seen that come into play? Well, if you think about it, normally when we're inviting somebody to a strategic leadership development meeting or an SLDM, you're, you're usually sending people hours to drive. I mean, even if it's all in Atlanta, I've been in Atlanta, you could be in Atlanta two hours away from another spot in Atlanta. You know, like totally. Thing, and then with traffic, you're like, oh my God. It's devastating. Yeah. You know, totally. You're sending these people, you're trying to get them in cars. They're 18 year olds, you know, carpooling. You know, it's just, there's a lot of crazy trying to do that. Whereas now it's, log into Zoom, 
oh yeah, it's the guy that you saw in training, you know, he ran your seminar and, and there's a relationship that can build so much earlier with just many different layers in our business. I'm even going to suggest this, the bump of not only is it easier access to the division manager in terms of development, but you know, I remember my branch office was a box. It had a, a main training room and two offices off of it. And it wasn't super impressive. There's no windows. Like there was no windows. It was cheap rent, which is what we were going for. But, you know, right now I'm saying that there were some branch offices that weren't super impressive before, mine included, that we don't deal with right now. And as long as we've got a nice background or cool apartment and, you know, I'm not doing PDI for my bed. I mean, I think that it gives us the opportunity to kind of raise our game in terms of uh, perception. And, and frankly, uh, I think it kind of affirms the local manager more when there's a bigger business. And one of the reasons for things like SC1, et cetera, is to help reps see that the business is bigger than just this little local office in Wilmington or, you know, or wherever we happen to be. So I think there's a lot of unintended consequences that eventually we'll be able to celebrate, but right now we're just busy doing business and taking the sales, you know? Yeah, and figuring it all out along the way. I yeah. Other uh, branches specifically tying together with another branch office and running team meetings together and then having competitive phone jams. So uh, they'll put each team into different breakout rooms and then the individual manager will go and drive that team and then they'll back together to see which team set the most demos or which team had the most sales. And right. that's such a cool concept as well because again, there might be some territories like Long Island, for example, where you're only about 40 minutes from your closest office and you find a middle ground 20 minutes. Right. Away. It's not difficult, but then you go into like Pittsburgh area and you've got offices that are three hours from one another. Sure. It's just not possible to do without heavy coordination. And so I think that's another really cool component is that you can create more inter-office or inter-division competition, yeah. really create fun environments for people and also work together as a team. Sure. And I think that's really valuable too. Something else, Trent, that you had mentioned to me that you had been doing with or teaching to some of the DVMs and the DMs that you're coaching is this idea of recording content, like recording mm -hmm. PCs, for example, yeah. and using that recording to leverage your influence and teach your team certain aspects that maybe normally it would take you 30 minutes in an individual PC. Now you have that report and you can send to somebody. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, a couple thoughts. Again, when you think about what are some of the unintended positive consequences of Zoom, one of which is I just used to, again, have to justify or feel like I had to justify if a rep's gonna drive all the way to my office or take a bus in Canada, right? I feel like I gotta give them a half hour of my time at least. and that is we could usually get most of the things sorted in 15 minutes. We can have a meaningful connection on Zoom. They haven't had to drive. We can just quickly log in. We have a meaningful connection and still teach them something. What I love is that now we can leverage technology to our advantage. So if by the time they have that 15 minute connection PC, the manager can focus on relationship building and the teaching part can be leveraged because they've already recorded it. So the challenge being right now is that we've got a whole library of content that just became obsolete because it's all about how to do demos in home and we're not doing that. So we need to create new, new content, but the benefit of a manager right now that frankly, if they're not overwhelmed now, as the mailers start to come in, they might be in the SE1, 10K Alliance gets going. For them to record virtually everything that they're doing, some just find a simple way to catalog it, and either with YouTube, I might recommend Vimeo to 
record the PC, and if they even, they're not the ones doing it. I would say they record it and have an assistant or somebody, or maybe, yeah, late at night if they're a branch alone, you know, uh, hey, this was a PC on dropping down and conviction in the, in the uh, value of Cutco. So those are two topics that could be parsed into different sections or two different videos with unique labels. With, uh, with Bitly today, actually, you can create uh, like a vanity Bitly link for that so that if a, if a rep is struggling with dropping down, and we discovered that during PDI, uh, an assistant that might not have expertise in that area can refer them to that Bitly link. Hey, listen, uh, there's four of you that are watching that link today. We've got a follow-up PC this afternoon. So by noon, I want you to have watched that. And when you log in for your PC this afternoon, that's what that's your ticket in is that you've already watched the content and so that you can connect. And now a manager can leverage four people at once during a Zoom PC, which I think four people in person felt weird, but in Zoom, it doesn't feel weird. So even if it was 20 people that needed that dropping down video, hey, they all watched it and it's fresh content because we just recorded it. It's never been easier to record because we're doing it via Zoom anyway and it's got a recording function. So there's just a lot of benefits to being able to record that content, leverage ourselves and not get stressed out. One of the things I'm trying to encourage people is they're getting big teams. Like if we're launching double digits week over week over week, uh, and this is not new, this is as old as it's ever been, is people are really good at managing leading about a dozen people. And sometimes when we get overwhelmed, it's almost like hands in the air. Human nature is, well, if I can't lead 70, I'm not going to lead any of them. And we just kind of like, okay, forget about it. Well, if you can lead 12 really well, a uh, couple things are happening. One is that they can trickle down. They can field train one another. And it's never been easier to field train. It's never been less weird, right, for my best male rep to take my best female rep field training when it's on Zoom and et cetera. So for us to be able to leverage some of that and be able to utilize technology in a way that, again, is it, it's, it's been hard in the past, but now it's not so, not so hard. So these are just some of the different thoughts that we're having there in terms of connecting, building relationships. Again, some of this is like, I'm 46 years old. I don't hang out on Zoom with my friends. Well, I've started now because <laughs> it's the only way we have poker night. But like for my daughter, <laughs> who's 13, she's like, she hasn't skipped a beat. She's watching anime with her friends in Delaware uh, from New Jersey, and they're connecting. Like, and it's real. So when I say that we can connect in a Zoom world, I'm, I'm really excited about what we can do with this going forward and the fact that a branch has access and that if they're leading their 12 well, and those are also helping other people as a result of that. You know, I heard from Lydia Frenzos yesterday, she's our top branch manager, that she's doing coffee hour. So instead of PDI one-on-one -on -one for three minutes and 12 people takes 36 minutes, she's actually encouraging and connecting with all 12 people. So it's not coming in and out as you want. It's, hey, let's log on at nine and let's see if we can't help each other. So she's actually leveraging content with each other. And if she knows that a rep just got leads and another rep is struggling with leads, she can connect them on the Zoom and even break them out via Zoom, but really utilize video technology, which it's funny, it's been available for a long time, Skype and FaceTime and now Zoom, but it would have been weird to try and introduce it because we didn't have to. Well, now we have to, and it's actually, I believe, changing PDI for the better. The only reason we were just using a phone back in the day is that was the best technology we had. And then new technology became available, and we didn't switch to it because we didn't, we didn't have to. But now I've got a bunch of reps that never talk on the phone, and I'm asking them to talk on the phone. And that, frankly, is weird. Well, if we're using Zoom, it's less weird. And I think the manager can actually serve their, their people better because they're seeing how they're reacting. So it's one thing, for, like, how you doing? They go, fine. You can tell that now on Zoom that they're not doing fine. It's not just the audio cues. We can pick up all the other, other parts of that. So 
again, I'm not trying to you know, give the sense that I'm glad this happened. This is a hard season. I love how we've adapted. And frankly, we've got a young business that can adapt. I might even suggest this. I think that because people had to go back and look at their notes in an interview, I think that I think that's making for better interviews. I think that we were, some cases, some of the veterans were over-reliant on their ability to run a, a memorized 48-minute interview. Well, frankly, it's weird. It, it would be natural to distrust somebody that can speak for 48 minutes without notes. That's weird. But we forget that. So we just run our interview like we always do. And some of us might even have been too slick and good. Like we seem like we're recruiting if we've got a memorized interview. Whereas now we're doing Apex and we're reading notes and it's like we're stumbling over ourselves like every other interviewer does. In other words, it feels more normal because we've had to relearn or in some cases just learn What's actually kind of fun is I believe it's in certain cases leveled the playing field. Like a new district manager might be sometimes shipping as much as a new branch manager because they all just learned this interview in the last six weeks. It's kind of been a great equalizer for everybody. So it is an exciting time in my mind because certain things like virtual demos, I'm talking to some managers saying, I'll never go back to in-person interviews. When you think about how easy it is to get them to come this way, this has been their move is who knows what could be different down the road. I would even say this, conferences. I'm not saying we'll never have a conference together again, but I remember sleeping four to a room and packing into cars and being in the middle of finals and going to a summer prep. That was hard. <laughs> you know, it's not hard is logging on Zoom for four hours on Saturday in April, and all of a sudden, you know, we're good to go. Yeah, you're touching on so many amazing things that I find to be these, like you've mentioned it before, like these hidden uh, benefits to what feels like at first a really crappy situation and one yeah. that's scary for a lot of people. And I think a lot of managers, when it first started happening, it was a big question mark of like, how is this going to work? <laughs> that well, you think one, about the ad, you don't change anything after yeah. January. You don't change anything. We changed everything. The yeah, literally in everybody. April, we're like, okay, here's a new interview. Like, good luck, you know? Here's Apex. And uh, I, think, I think it's really cool to just see how the innovations are coming through and really uh, making a difference. Yeah, even when you think about like team night, you know, people being able to connect with team night. Uh, with, what's the, uh, there's like different games that you can play online, you know, like you don't know Jack or uh, is it some skip Jack or something like that. But there's some really cool ways to build to interact uh, online. And uh, not have people driving home. I mean, I just watched a video from Hal Elrod talk about driving home from a division meeting, and he was hit by uh, a drunk driver. And you know, he's not the only you know car accident that we've had driving home from conferences. That's not a thing right now. Like that's not a thing right now. And it's actually amazing that we can still have a lot of the benefits yeah. without so many of the risks. I mean, we haven't even talked about in in this <laughs> in in 2020 with gender identification. We've not talked because usually if we're sleeping four to a room. It's usually four men in a room or four, four women in a room. Well, if somebody identifies as gay, that could be a hard thing. If we've got them in a room with, with uh, three other people that, you know, it could be attracted to. That gets complicated. We don't have to worry about that this summer because nobody's in hotels right now. We're actually just doing things on Zoom. So that's been a, a way that we can still honor, you know, and grow as a company while at the same time, um, well, I'm not sure even if we do start having conferences, how we get around some of those. I don't know how to do that. It's cheaper, obviously, to afford a room, yeah. but not comfortable, not great. <laughs> well, I think also, like, another thing to consider is that maybe not all three summer conferences have to be in person. I think SD2 is one of those, like, big Super Bowl of the summers, and you all come right. together. There's a lot of fun aspects to it, but maybe 
SC1 can be virtual and maybe SC3 can be virtual. And right. you know, we just have two big uh, in-person conferences a year for our, our divisions and our regions. And those, it, 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 I agree with you. I think it's really, really great. What I love is that we're asking some questions like, okay, now we can do this virtual. Let's stretch this as far as we can, right? So just because we can get together in July doesn't mean we necessarily are. I mean, there's some regions I'm talking to, they're like, like the Western region again, they planted their flag. They said, even if the governor's loosen everything up, we're just going to do virtual conferences. What we may do, because the benefit, the things we're missing of not being together and be able to high five, et cetera, we may do some social get together. So maybe the day after SC2, um, we get together, we have a picnic out, it's outdoors, social distance, but it's still a way that we can keep our people safe. Well, at the same time, connecting, you know, but uh, being judicious and smart about that is, is really key. Cause I, I, I don't think we want to lose one person to coronavirus, not, not one. So like I'm typically a fan of moving forward and un unlocking doors and getting us, uh, you know, I need a haircut. I'd like us being able to start doing stuff. I miss restaurants. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I love that we've been aggressively encouraging people to do virtual appointments, virtual training. Let's keep everybody safe. So at the end of this, we go, all right, if we were overcautious, we didn't lose anybody. And that, uh, that would be a win yeah. in my mind. I love it. I love it. Uh, in the essence of keeping this relatively short, because I know we could talk for uh, hours about this. Any final thoughts? And this has all been so great, Trent, and I'm so glad that we were able to capture this and, and share it with the field. Any final thoughts for our managers on what's working well or anything that you have shared today? I think there's just going to continue to be great innovation when we continue to ask the question, what can we do now that we couldn't do before because of this technology unlocking it? It's almost like an appreciative inquiry type question of what can we do now in this world? Um, again, speaking about how he talks about can't change it, but dude, we could be frustrated about how rough this is. And it is, hear me right. But if we start asking questions like what can we do? So for example, think about the seniors from high school this year. They got the raw, they got a raw deal, man. A drive-by is not the same as pomp and circumstance and walking the stage and getting your diploma. That said, a lot of these kids that have lost senior trips and varsity sports, et cetera, they have an opportunity to compete here at Vector. And we can kind of replace that tribe that they lost at school and they can still have a, a place to socially connect with. I would say I was a kid that wasn't super connected to the school and was glad to get out of there. And when I found Vector, I found my tribe. And we can still provide that for people this summer. We can help them, kind of to your point, you were we were talking before the recording about hit the reset button and what can we make to 2020? Can we make this a year of the pause where it could be the best thing ever? I think it really can be for a lot of these kids. You know, Some of them that weren't looking for work are now gonna work with us. You know, or they had the cool internship that now is not a thing. So now we're getting those kids. And I'm hearing just so many of the sharp, sharpest people ever coming out, retaining more people longer than ever. I'm just excited about what the future holds. If we keep asking that question, what can we do now? Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Trent, for sharing this time with me today. Let's do it again. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you for tuning in once again. And uh, yeah. Keep crushing it out there, everybody. <laughs>